do we want to have that conversation about guns? Have you guys had that conversation about guns on the podcast? No. I, I had that conversation every single day. We've had that conversation. Yeah. No, gun control myself. or about gun control and just guns in in like the as as is as is. Yeah. Uh. So I I, I struggle with with guns. Yeah. Yeah. Because I love them. <laughs> me too. Intensely. I I have my mother sent me an essay that I wrote when I was a kid for right. school. Uh-huh. And I, they were like, what do you want to be? And I was like a gunmaker. Yeah, like, a gunsmith. I was yeah, like, I yeah, want to yeah. be a gunsmith. Yeah. yeah that's cool. I think I was like playing a lot of Call of Duty. Call of Duty yeah. one. Yes. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, man, yeah. guns are awesome. And I and I went into the front of the class, I was like, I want to make guns yeah. with like with with the ammo coming from the top and not from the, <laughs> not from the bottom. Yeah. And, it can penetrate through yeah. concrete uh, like a, yeah. like a retarded fucking I've seen those like weapons before like I, for it's me it was cool. Nat Geo for me it was Nat Geo when they started switching over from like animals and stuff yeah. to like war and oh, history yeah. and things and there was this like I don't even remember what the TV show was, but they were figuring out the world's strongest bullet and they were testing bullets against concrete, against tanks. Oh. And I just remembered watching that just going, that was so cool. Yeah. Because like, there, there's something like so primal Very about primal. like a gun. A tool of death. A tool of, a yeah. tool of death. Yeah. yeah. And that that's kind of what I struggle with because... I am a nerd. I don't yeah. know if you have noticed. <laughs> well, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, well, actually, uh, no. But it's this thing of where I love mechanical things, right? Yeah, yeah. Especially if there are these, like, when you look into a particularly complex... There was a gun call, I believe it was the Heckler & Koch G11. G11, the, the one with the roll... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming from yes, the front, yeah, the, yeah. The, and the magazine is yes. a, is in a line, and it okay. will be fit to the top of the right and from the okay. Top. So, okay. what is what was really interesting about the G11 is that number one, it would uh, fire two bullets with one trigger pull so quickly it were you wouldn't have the kickback of the one large bullet, but it would hit as if it was one large bullet. Right. It didn't have, it was required. It was very, very required. Secondly, the ammunition didn't have casings. Yeah. You have the whole ammo shooting. You have the whole projectile. So it's just this block of gunpowder, which you compress with polymer. And so when you fire it, none of the casing, it just goes in. But the problem was, if you ever look into a G11, it looks like a fucking Swiss watch. Wow. To get yeah, this yeah, thing yeah, working, yeah, 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 yeah. and you're like, how the hell do I strip, uh, uh, search, field strip this thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Full metal jacket with a yeah. totally different film. Yeah. Like, yeah. 50 <laughs> years later. <laughs> it's like, am I, I, am I molesting a Rolex? What is going on? <laughs> <laughs> I'm molesting a Rolex. But that's a good <laughs> Yeah. But that's kind of how it is. That's a, I mean, I don't know. I don't know any gun makers. Yeah. It didn't become personally. operational. But yeah. yeah. But like, what I've seen is that they like they take real pride. Yeah, but there is, but like it's still it's still pride in like a uh, a tool of death. Yeah, right? yes. And so when you have when you have things like gun control, and the reason I bring it up mm. is because gun gun control for me is always really a curious thing. Yeah, because you see like in America, for example, there's yeah. a lot of guns yeah. and there's a lot of shootings. Yeah. Then you also have Canada that also has a lot of guns but yeah. no shootings. Right. So then you have to say, okay, so culture, sure, that has a play in it. Mm-hmm. But just the concept of being able to defend yourself. 
Yeah. Because that I can sort of wrap my head around. Yeah. I don't agree with kids dying in in schools, you yeah. know, obviously. As long as yeah. I'm the one doing it, yes. then I'm fine. Well, I call them blessings. <laughs> yeah, I call them. <laughs> oh, your phone's going. That's just a cheese, man. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody get up your flag jacket. Yeah. Yeah. That's just, he's just yeah. airphone is doing that thing with his eyes again. Yeah, <laughs> just, it is what yeah. it is. He's who's talk- gonna, who's yeah. not going to see tomorrow? Everyone just whispered <laughs> to me, I like you, don't come with us. Don't come with us. <laughs> God damn it, man. Okay, just... But it's it's that, and then it's things like if so. Okay, so this is a, this is something I don't I don't know. You know, this, it might have been Nixon or Reagan, mm. but Reagan they're kind of interchangeable. It's kind of interchangeable. <laughs> but I think good it, point. I think yeah. it was Nixon yeah. because it was around the Black Panthers. Yes. and California had a had a a law of open carry. Yes, at the did. time. Yeah. And so what that meant was basically people could carry arms. Yeah. And so the Black Panthers, taking this advantage, carried weapons with them to protect their neighborhoods and black neighborhoods. And, yeah. and Nixon being very pro-gun, or Reagan being very pro-gun. No, it was Nixon. Reagan being, comes much later. Yeah, Nixon um, being very pro-gun was like, I'm going to take away your weapons. Ah. Because it was the Black Panthers and it wasn't it wasn't the NRA. It wasn't the people was bought. Even now, like you have, specifically, I remember this guy. His name was Philando Castile, and he had an open carry, so he had a, a license for his weapon. Yeah, yeah. And they shot him dead, and the NRA still didn't come to his his defense. Yeah. So it's becoming this thing of like, okay, so the NRA clearly are political in in agenda. Like they don't give a shit in terms of like actually protecting people yeah. about guns. Yeah. But then you have stuff like protecting your neighborhood, like or where cops are the are the devil. Yeah. Or like where you know you you don't feel safe walking back from your car to your house. Yeah. Or stuff like that. Where then it's just like, well then a gun is not this deaf, you no. know, tolling thing that you that kills hundreds and kills millions. Yeah. It's a protection thing. Yeah. So, yeah. like, where do you guys sit on that on that field of like? Yes, we should be careful so that psychos don't get guns and kill a bunch of people. But also, we do need to protect ourselves because, and I don't. I feel like we all come from countries that have histories of governments that are far from stable. Yeah. You know. So, like, where is that line for you guys? Hmm. Well, I, I I just know this, right? I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, Behind the Bastards, mm. right? And you know, and they were talking about a, a gay protest that was happening in Dallas, Texas, mm-hmm. right? Because what happened was the Proud Boys showed up. Yeah. Oh, the Proud Boys. Yes. Yeah. 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 And uh, Gavin. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. His name. Gavin uh, Nofat. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. They came to protest something, and then the cops showed up. It was very clear that the cops were there to make sure that they, the prop boys were protected from any kind of reprisals from this. Oh, shit. Okay. Because this suburb in Dallas is all gay. You see, mm. Oh, yeah. 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 And, uh, and they were, you know, there was some fear that the Proud Boys would try yeah. to um, would, would, would try and, and, and do something, right? So yeah. what happened was, in this, in this, in this gay rally... Mm. Uh, the gays came in strapped, like oh. really strapped, like yeah. talking M4s and shit to their backs. 
just a bunch of gays with like a, with like a solid like, weapon. I gotta say, nothing is more scary than a flamboyant gay person <laughs> with a machine gun. Oh, hi guys. Oh my God, you got the 20 millimeter. It's oh so slimming. Oh my God. <laughs> it's a bit much though. Size queen much. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm not yeah. sure if I want to be around that. Yeah, yeah. You got a mouthful. Just a leather daddy with a shotgun. You're like, oh, oh my god, god. double barrel shotgun. My favorite. Instead of Benelli, oh, Continentals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so just Continentals. Yeah, and then yeah. it, and then they started uh, yelling at the cops for like, you know. The and gays started yelling at the, the cops, cops, right? The yeah. cops ain't gonna do shit because you got a bunch of strapped gays. Yeah, yeah. literally. Yeah. yeah, and then they they did this chat, which just had me rolling on the floor laughing, and it was bottom tops. We all hate cops. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! That's I was a like, big one. yeah, yeah, so okay. good. That's so good. Yeah. yeah, and so it really, you know, is. For mar- marginalized groups, right? But that's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of important, you know. Sometimes marginalized groups need to be empowered in certain ways, and you can't be picky about how you empower yourself. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, uh, black guns matter. That's a thing that came up recently. Black, in the way black guns matter. Yeah, that was a movement. Gun owners. Yeah, black gun owners, right? So black guns, black guns matter was like a movement for like yeah. uh, minority gun owners. And there is a, a subreddit called Liberal Gun Owners. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. I love Reddit though. You can it's always find it. Like like yeah, any group. There's a, there's a, uh, like a, I, get, I don't know if it's a response, but it's mm-hmm. def, it's an existing thing in, in the States uh, against the NRA, which is the National Rifle yeah. Association. Yeah. There's a thing called the SRA, which yeah. is the Socialist Rifle Association. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm just like, wow, that's not even trying to hide. Yeah, you're, just, no. you're just like, yeah, we're the Socialist Rifle Association. What? What? <laughs> there's, okay, and this, this harkens back to the idea that guns are symbolic and cultural, yeah, right? Yeah. Because um, what happened with the, with the strapped gay rally mm-hmm. was that what it, they acquired. LGBS, I believe. It's yeah, 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 LGBS, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, did anyone get shot at that? No. Oh, okay. Because what, what was interesting was that it's still Texas, right? Mm-hmm. So, and gays have a certain stereotype about them just being weak and effeminate. Yeah. Um, and, and, and foreign, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, in that culture of Texas, when you show up with, when you're queer and you show up with a gun, suddenly the other Texans are like, you know what? Yeah. These queer guys are all right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, is that a is that a forty five? Is that an M fourteen? <laughs> oh yeah, American like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, AR. Be safe. Nice. Honest, but I'm a surprising. <laughs> for you, you know, it, it, you it, show it, that you're part of the culture. Yeah, you show. Yeah. It, weirdly enough, it humanized them in the face of like. I think that's, been sitting I think that's fair though. I would. To, I would. <laughs> I don't know if I would see someone with a gun and think, oh, they're a nice person. Yeah. But like within context, yeah, it's just like. Yeah, you check yourself. Yeah, there's there's this like campaign ad that Honda did way back in the day when they were like marketing the motorcycles. Yeah, and they were marketing the the Honda Cubs, right? Mm-hmm. And at the time, motorcycles had a really nasty reputation with the Hell's Angels. And yeah, 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 yeah. So their marketing ad was like, you meet the nicest people on Honda, and it's just as this this collection of like 
everyday ordinary people riding the Honda to like work or school or the market or whatnot. Mm. And I think maybe sometimes you just need that with guns. You need the the nicest person with a brownie, you know? And also the thing is that one of the, speaking of the the gay ads also, that wasn't a gay one, but you saw the Burger King uh, gay ad that they they had to pull off. No. They, they, (laughs) genius ad. It it was a piece, it was a burger, picture of a burger with two top buns and another one with two bottom buns. (laughs) 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 <laughs> and, and they had to do like everybody can enjoy a burger <laughs> and, and it was genius that's and it was good. comedic ah, yeah it, it was, was really comedic yeah. I was like that's really that nice. and, funny and of course LGBTQ like, not all of them but yeah. there was like a they told them to pull it off they had to pull it off yeah. and I was like whoever thought about hey how about instead of you one top and a bottom bun you just put two tops and I was like that is that's, that's amazing. Burger. That's I, would, you, I, I would buy. I don't like Burger King, but for that I would buy a Burger King. Yeah, yeah. That's quite smart. That's but quite smart. Yeah. yeah. But back to the subject of guns. Mm. Here's the thing that it does. Mm. Number one is that the power of death with a gun yeah. is amplified tenfold than right. a knife. Yeah. yeah. Like for example, if I come sit here with a knife dangling yeah. around. Yeah. You would feel more at ease with me because yeah, yes. that means that I'm gonna be getting close to you yeah. and I'm gonna be a lot of stamina. You, you have to be like in yes. range. Yeah. That, that means that the person who carries a knife yeah. is capable of more violence than a man who carries a gun. Right. So, even though they're both violence in right. their own right. But at the same time, the thing with the gun is that it's the 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 degree of death that they would bring yeah yeah it kind of push you like okay i better behave myself yeah because if yeah. i like go for this man's arm or yeah. if i insult him in a, in a way that he doesn't like it yeah only thing it takes for him is a couple answers everything of pressure. everything tension everything yeah. is just risen it's yeah. risen because it's like i better respect you to this degree yeah. because i don't know if you're gonna have a bad day or uh, your wife cheated on you yeah, or your boyfriend cheated so on true. you yeah. and, it, the, there was a case in Paris which me and my friends still laugh about it because uh, mm. there was a guy uh, who went to a sandwich shop in Paris mm-hmm. was, uh, this French dude went to a sandwich shop mm-hmm. he sent the waiter brought his sandwich late mm. the dude uh, takes out a gun and shoots him dead. Oh, and, funny enough, he shot him in his shoulder, which I was like, "Oh, you mm. probably have to deserve to die weak." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like this is not death, this but is, it's close. It's close. <laughs> he shot him in his shoulder and left. And me and my friend were laughing. It was like, how? What led up to that guy feeling yeah. so fed up? Yeah, that nothing was going his way, and yes. all he wanted that moment that's was not a sandwich. sandwich. Yeah, that's yeah. not a late sandwich. That shot. sandwich was something yeah. for yeah. him to like pull yeah. the gun out. Yeah. The sandwich was like yeah. the last thing the on, cat the, on yes. a list yeah. of yeah. things. Yeah. This, this sandwich fucked my wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it could be that. Like, because no, yeah. you're right. You don't know what's happened that day. Right? No, you don't know where someone hit. Yeah, that's very true. Have you seen Unhinged? The Which Russell Crowe movie called Unhinged. No. Yeah. It is my favorite film of all time. I think you should have won an Oscar for that. Okay. <laughs> you might have seen the trailer. Okay. It's uh, Russell Crowe basically, I think he just got done murdering his wife who wanted to divorce him. Okay. And right. apparently the wife was cheating on him and all that. And he mur- murders a wife, murders a husband, the lover. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe I'm butchering the story partly, but he just had 
well, we can't clearly say he's having a very bad day, yeah. but uh, he's at the red light and a lady behind him decides, and he doesn't move and it turns green just quick enough. Yeah. The lady decides to honk uh, for a long time, yeah. which he's, you can tell he's not really feeling well. He's yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not, just a little bit. And the, the, beauty, little bit, yeah. the beauty of this is that he pulls next to him in the, her in the traffic and he says, I'm very sorry for what I did. Could you apologize as well for honking like that? Yeah. And she says, I have nothing to apologize for, which is the wrong thing to say. <laughs> And it's kind of t- and the whole rampage starts and it's a beautiful chase yeah, between yeah, yeah. these two, and he does a lot of hideous. Uh, he kills a lawyer with a butter knife, yeah. the, which is her friend. Yeah. Uh, but the thing that bring it back to the gun matter here is that, well, they say like, okay, somebody goes nuts and goes on and kill a bunch of kids in the school. Number yeah. one, again, as I mentioned, the power of death it makes it very. Mm. Yeah, mm. palpable and makes it very within reach of somebody. It's like the Lord of the Rings ring. Yeah, yeah. That you have this and you have the ultimate power to murder yeah. someone, and that yeah. is the ultimate power you can have. Right. But the thing that people keep forgetting is that when someone reaches a point and says, you know what, I'm gonna go into a kindergarten mm. and I'm gonna kill everybody there. Right. And he has made up that made up his mind, right? He will do that. Regardless if he has a gun or not, right? You know, he will find a way to do that. So the gun is not really the problem. Yeah, yeah. It, the gun is just a means to an end, right? But if he so much as wanted to, he could have barricaded the place. Yeah, uh, just lock the doors. Just if you can, just lock the doors for a couple of minutes before people can get up, and then throw a couple of molotovs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could achieve the same effect. Children are thickly fuckers, though. They don't. They don't stay still. That's the yeah, yeah, problem with killing yeah, them. Well, maybe. Yeah. That's the Catch the Molotov cocktail, throw it back. Yeah, just, <laughs> I, like, uh, I did this in Call of Duty. Um, <laughs> just think of the throw. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't seem to realize that. That's um, a true good point, actually. Yeah, yeah so. So when people talk about the gun control, it's like, for me, it's like, you you guys have another problem in the yeah, or something else. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's several, there's several uh, possible theories, right? Uh, one is obviously uh, mental health is very, very poorly checked. Yep. Uh, and there's no allowances for people to get mental health if they can't. And they don't have much of a problem. Yeah. Which is a problem. In which itself. is a problem in itself. There is a stigma to getting mental health. Um, and, you know, people who are, you know, have anti, anti-social personality disorders, yeah. Yeah. you know, don't, are not checked for this sort of thing. Um, also, th- there have been some theories thrown around that a lot of these mass shooters were radicalized online. Yeah, that's very possible. Yeah, yeah. by, you know, QAnon. People, if somebody gets into QAnon, they yeah. have a chance to be a mass shooter. Yeah, just a little bit. Um, I, so I was, I was doing, um, I don't actually remember what specifically the essay was, but it was. I think it involved violence of some kind. It was an extremist group, and there's this extreme extremist group called Atembafen, uh, the Atembafen Division. Is it the German? I think they are German, but they are, are an American neo-Nazi group, and they have a lot of like um, centers around the world. Yeah, and they specifically subscribe to a book written by this famous neo-Nazi, who basically said. There is no point in trying to justify to the liberal 
Mm. There is no, there is not your objective of trying to carry out this this fantasy of politics and mm. dem- democracy is ridiculous. Yeah. Mm. The only thing you should do and the only thing that makes sense as a movement is to go into the woods, mm. live with your community and once in a while attack with such atrocity that they have no they they cannot even react to that properly. Mm. Attack with such violence such as violence like it's like a shock and awe technique. Yeah, yeah. It's a startled them. It's a shock and awe technique. And they they specifically go on like you know um, forums online and they that are I don't know if it's on the deep web, might be on just a normal web, but they go on these forums and kids are kind of just given books mm. of like short pamphlets, like this is what we're about. You're not and and the the story that's told to them in the same and it's not just like a white nationalist thing i think this is just all like extremists who want to commit mm. they are told the story of like you were a loser your whole life right yeah you didn't get anything your whole life people shit on you your whole life right yeah well this is one way that that stops yep that's mm. how they pan and pan and it's and and the thing is because it's celebrated like this martyrdom is celebrated within the community and because they have no connections anywhere else it becomes this thing of like no i did the right thing by yeah. killing these people by being violent mm. and it's so weird because then it's it's this cycle because you die and then another kid comes along who yeah. learns about you and then it's continuous so mm. it's it's an interesting thing of just like violence begetting violence, but stemming from an ultimately like non ideological thing. Because mm. mm. you know the it, ideology is is separate to the root cause of like I want to hurt people. The one thing I've noticed mm. from uh, this is a little bit generalization, mm. but with the first world countries. Mm. Um, my friend lives in Germany, and he's talking about this. And I have some families who live in America. And the thing that I'm getting from them is that, number one, as I mentioned before, is that there, there, there's such a level of comfort mm-hmm. for people there mm-hmm. that they don't even know what to do with it. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. So because there's like so much comfort, yet there is also this mass alienation of people thanks to social media and all that. Mm. That goes on because now nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, you see. And so there's this emptiness. Yes, yeah. there's this emptiness still, and then yeah, because it, because of all the stuff, yes. it's not fulfilling it. Not fulfilling okay. it. Like yeah. uh, uh, starting from a German, my German friend, uh, he he and I discussed this a lot regarding the fact that he's, I don't know why Germans are so promiscuous mm-hmm. and so so much after having. Sh- you have a cat. Yeah. Yes. You want some attention? Are you, are you more of a, a block? Cat or are you more of a browning high power or? Yeah. Yeah. Browning high power? Yeah. 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 You know they pull to the right, right? 
I've actually yeah. shot a brownie right now. They do it like cold over. Um. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So you said this, they're so promiscuous. Yeah. Like my friend was talking about that. It's like in a party. Which is a good. You know, it's a good thing to know, just in case. Yeah, they are. Uh, my friend was talking about like cocaine is. Mm, you can't find weed. Also, in like the stereotype is there that like yes. they're just yeah. like party rave. Yeah, yeah okay, and okay. like I've heard it from like 50 years ago, like the interviews with Francis Bacon, like LGBT yeah, never yeah, had yeah, a problem yeah. in Germany. Yeah. Francis Bacon went to Berlin when he was yeah. like young because his dad thought if he sent yeah. someone with his friend, he'd be all good and, uh, yeah. and but the, the friend was a bisexual actually. Yeah. What was and the, took him to the Tinseltown basically yes. in Germany. What was that musical that happened like, uh, it was, I think it was Elizabeth Taylor who was in it. And she was she was in Berlin as a cabaret dancer. It might have just been called cabaret. Yeah, yeah. cabaret. Yeah, yeah, it was called I cabaret. Remember. But it was set in like nineteen, just before World War One, or just yeah, just before World cabaret, War One. Cabaret, I believe this. Is it Taylor before World War One? No, that's no, no. no she, they, they put the they set the movie before World War One, but she put it in like eighties or something like that. Mm. But it was about like how, yeah, no, we, people were just being who they were in Germany. Yeah. yeah. People were always being like that. And my friend was like talking about, okay, like they have national latex day. That's Everybody crazy. go out yeah. who are into latex and bondage. They all go out basically in parades. Yeah. Like, they have like all these different stuff. Okay. Cocaine is prevalent everywhere. Yeah. And like in a party, it's a, they're not even addicted. They just do bumps of cocaine yeah, just yeah, for the yeah. fun it's of it. It's just like. And they drink. drink like a fish. And they're always like doing. And they're, when it comes down to sex, mm. they are crazy. Mm. They're like some of his friends have sex rules. From mm. that. It's like, you know, they're married and they have a sex rule. Yeah, yeah, but like swimmers. So, no, and I don't know if they're into swimming. It's not mm. like they just had the room dedicated to like the Fifty Shades of Grey, my play. Oh, kind of a thing. okay, okay, to their okay. Oh, I understand, I understand. Because <laughs> he said like he was doing house sitting and he saw a cat like was chewing on a dildo. <laughs> and he said <laughs> like, funny. I was like, what? And then he went into the room and said, but the point I'm trying to make is that we were trying to, he, and some of the clubs, mm. like there's a club that you go and there's a room dedicated to yellow shower. How is it dedicated? Yes, I've seen that. People yeah, yeah. would be pissed. And I said, like, did they make blade based on Berlin? Like, you know the blade? <laughs> yeah. Like, blood baths. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, they would come in your drinks and give That's it to you. That's fucking nuts. They're insane like that. And I was telling you, I was like, how fucking That's like, sad that are you? That's like libertine. Yes. But there's too much. Yeah. You see, and then I told him it's like if it's as if like if Aryans don't attack anything, if they're not <laughs> <laughs> honest to God, that was what uh, my conclusion is based on that, and I'm not just ba- putting it based yeah. on nothing. I was reading about Carl Jung's analysis of Germans, yeah, like yeah, German yeah. heritage, and right. he said Germans are conquering oriented people, they're yes. raiders. That's yeah. very true. And if they don't raid where does that energy go? Well, that energy has to go into cocaine, ass fucking, ball licking, uh, the stepped ass, that mom porn, <laughs> uh, or like dad and mom porn, right. as far as I'm but concerned. That, that, don't you think that brings up the conversation of like that? May, I don't know. I don't know. But maybe like it's it's as a response to not being those people in that, that, that is that. oh you think okay, okay okay that is absolutely that because your energy because there's so much freedom yes it's just like fuck let's do everything let's do everything okay and 
and because they can't go and conquer, that's why they go and fuck a lot. And then they come, yeah. This way they engage in this very like over the top promiscuous lifestyle. They're, like everything mm. goes in Germany, everything mm. goes in Berlin. And I'm thinking like how much unhappiness is there? And his analysis mm. of it is that it is a very unhappy place. Nobody likes anybody. People hate each other. And he compared it to Denmark when he went to Denmark and he was so he said like I want to move to Denmark because people like random people and then it's like hey right. neighbor how's yeah, it going yeah. I mean if they're, they're they're basically Germans with a colder weather but <laughs> <laughs> just but they are a little bit more happier because it is it is still there but yeah. not as dramatic and they're much more common because of the climate that's that's true yeah. as well you know what I think it is. If I'm even being, I like the, again, theories, theories. But the Nordic countries have this thing called the Hugo, right? H-U-G-G-E. Like yeah. And basically what it is, is that once, maybe a week, once a month, you take some time off, maybe an hour, maybe two hours. You make it as comfortable as you possibly can in your room. Light some candles, yeah. dim the lights, yes. and just have some tea or coffee with like a friend while yeah. you watch a movie. And it's about yeah. like mm. being as comfortable as possible. Yeah, yeah, like that. Finnish people have it in saunas, like, like that. And I think, I think that moment of just. I don't want to call it meditation because meditation is not that, but I do think it hits the same sort of neurons yes. of like, let's take, let's, let's stop the world for a second yes. yeah. and let's look at ourselves and right. what we are and, and how I feel right now in this second. Yeah. Because then you never have this thought of like, but we could be better yeah. or like, but I could be, I could be doing this or I could be doing that. No, it's just about here. And I don't think Germans have that. No, the Germans do not. I don't think Germans have that moment of just let's give it a let's give this a yeah. second. Yeah. And there, there's no, because March. Yeah, <laughs> it is German exceptionalism. Yeah. It's it's in a in a weird way. It's a little bit like American exceptionalism, yeah. but not really. For well, like, like think about the Nazi the Nazi salute. How aggressive of a gesture is that? That and like, like the concept of fascism, where it's just like. We are above everything, and yes. there is always pro, and there is a structure. Yeah. You must be better. There is yeah. always competition. Yes, and that's dangerous. Like to think, like to think that every conversation is a battle. A conversation. Yeah, it, it, everything is, is a competition. Everything is a competition. That's not. That must do something to you. So I think that's a German thing. Yeah. Of just, not just Germany, obviously. There's a lot of places that do this. Yeah. But I mean, you can argue Malaysia is the same thing. Where it's like, when people, for example, I'm not going to say who said this to me, but it was a fellow comic who said mm. this to me. He was. He asked me what I was going to do for a job. Mm. And I, I told him, like, oh, I want to be a filmmaker, I want to write and all this. And he said, oh, so you don't have, like, a more, like, rigid plan? And I was like, honestly, man, I'm kind of sick of everything. I'm sick of the rat race. I'm sick of competition. And it's just like, and then he said, well, if you don't go into competition, how would you know? And it echoed this, this something else my mother said, which was, my mom, I don't even remember what you're talking about, but I think I was talking about, like, the product that you make, right? Yes. Like, it's it's not, or at least it's, it's, it's strange that we view what we construct, what we produce as our value. Mm-hmm. So, like, I make something and that thing is now of value. My work is of value more than I am. Yeah. And my mom was just like, well, yeah, of course. 
what else can it be? And I think that's dangerous when it's like, when you see everything as a production, everything as a competition, yeah. it's, it's dangerous because you don't, you don't, you don't appreciate existence yes. or what it is, which is just it sucks the value away. It takes a value because here's the thing. I mean, if, unless you're a stoic yeah, person, sure. you will not be able to look at your piece of work and yeah. then feel like it is good. Yeah. Is what I want. Yeah. It fulfilled me and that's good enough for me. That's a very interesting observation because if you, if you ever have conversations with Scandinavian people, um, this is, this is Scandinavians on Netflix, basically, <laughs> right? And Matt Mickelson was there and, you know, Oh, I love Matt. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, cool. Matt's a sick. Maddie, Maddie, another round. Um, hey, hey, very good film. Um, they have this, they were talking about this, this notion of Lagom, yeah. which is basically just right. Yes. Right. There yeah. is no trying to get too high. There is no trying to get, you know, mm. devolve it to, you know, uh, melancholy, despair. Yeah. It's just, just nice. Can I, can I just be just nice? <laughs> and uh, I, I sometimes feel like maybe we just don't like encourage that. I think we've lost that. Right? Yeah. No, we don't have that at all in any mm. sense. Yeah. It, Part of the reason, like, like we're, the speed of everything mm. right now, be a tech, do TikTok, do social media, oh, yeah. do That's Instagram. Can yeah. you post it here? Can you post it there? How yeah. many likes did your artwork get? Right. Uh, how many people saw your movie? I mean, like, a lot of, everything's produced now. Yeah. Right. To, to be... To be in... If it's not in, seen there, right. it's not seen anywhere. Right. And, People don't care about it anymore. We've right. lost that completely. Have you have you seen? I, I don't know. I think the of the two that I know is Halsey and Mike Shinoda from Nick and Pop, um, basically talking about like it's fucking ridiculous yeah. how much labels now expect artists to market themselves yeah, yeah. and to make songs TikTokable. Yes. Yeah, because that 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 gets you so much those six seconds mm-hmm. yeah. where like it can be on TikTok and someone can dance to it is worth so much more now and more people are talking about like people like artist relations isn't even a thing anymore people don't go out and look for art and look for talent and then get them a gig they just go on TikTok and they're like yo what's selling what's selling what's what's people what people what do people enjoy what do you want to, what do they yeah. want to see what do they want to see and then and then you're right it turns into this thing of like Making art for an audience, which is nothing, there's nothing yeah. inherently wrong with that, but there is something wrong with making art for competition, yeah. I think. It is. That, like, it, it doesn't have a soul. It doesn't have a soul. So when you, when you add that not just to art, but you add that to everything, like your whole life, everything, you are, you are constantly fighting and constantly changing dude that's not a healthy way to live yeah. I, I will say this I will say this I'm, ta- I'm I'm listening to the descriptions of all of the debauchery mm. in like the urban centers of Germany right yeah by the way we're not losing the side of the it's still gonna we, we'll rotate back right. to the gun we're, gun. we're not talking about where the kinds of people who use guns for mass murder come from yeah that's essentially what we're talking about and uh, I don't have a problem from like a purely from like a purely um, 
social health from from purely uh, is this dangerous or not sort of thing, yeah. right? My problem isn't with like what is essentially a a, a cum stained burning man, right? <laughs> right. I do wish that it was you know more sort of like hippie wholesome, yeah, with all of the debauchery. Yeah. Like it was, like it seems to be in Burning Man. Like it's sort of this like free society it's hard thing. Hard to talk about like the hippie. I so want. I really want to go to Burning Man. But yeah. Like, yeah. No. Same. But, but like, even even the concept of free love there is that yeah. like you have to start considering. Oh, but like when free love was a thing, and like the the whole yeah. hippie movement that you said, like you also have to consider like there's there's still politics within that. Yeah. Like there's yeah. no way they were that. Also, comfortable. They were not very big on each other. Yeah, they were not very big on consent either. Yeah, um, that's like exactly. Oh, but I, yeah, no, you know, you're coercing quite a few people. But my notion of my, my concern is this: it's not the people who are doing the debauchery. Yeah, right. It's the people just outside the club looking in and feeling incredibly jealous. Yeah, and that's yeah. right there. Yeah encapsulates Germans and Americans. Yeah. Because there's a huge portion of people. Yeah. And Burning Man is just a symbol. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a symbol. People think they're missing out. Yeah. And they don't know what to do about it. Right. Exactly. Because yeah. there's that club that looks right. at you and be like, hey, you know, it sucks to yeah. see Every day, there is something that tells you that, hey, you're part of something big. You can make it. You can do it. Yeah. But at the same time, the whole system is in a way that you either you part of you doesn't want to do it, yeah, because you're like, am I gonna have to dance the stance? That's yeah, yeah. Am I gonna have to be this way? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And at the same time, it progress. It like constantly puts barriers in front of you without you even knowing mm-hmm. yet. Mm-hmm. Barriers either society wise or mentor. Here's here's something mentorship. Mm. Where did mentorship go? I, I don't oh know. shit! That's a very. I don't know. Point. That's a really good question. Whenever I read about the people I admire, they always had somebody, and people I admire always fall within the timeline of nineteen ninety, mm. like nineteen uh, hundred, mm. up until the end of like sixties, mm-hmm. up until the end of seventies, mm. and they all had mentors and people yeah. who would come to you they would go to who would actually guide them yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah and they would through the mentorship and through the progress and i'm not saying their work was fantastic or yeah. they did something very particularly big but yeah. one thing that i always saw was that they felt belonged mm-hmm. currently i'm like doing what research i'm putting on is uh, doing is uh, into maslow hierarchy of needs yeah. What does an individual need to live a happy life? Mm-hmm. And there's multiple levels. One is belongingness. Mm-hmm. Level three, you need to belong to something. Yeah. You need to feel loved and cared for. Right. And top of the pyramid is self-actualization, which everything leads up to it. You yeah. Yeah. So you need to be fed and you need to be loved and you need to also improve. Mm. And I feel like everything nowadays is in a sense that I, I understand improving, mm. but don't you think there's just way too much improving needed now? Yeah. There's mm-hmm. too... Hey, it's good to learn, but <laughs> how much... Hey, could yeah. you spend the next 50 years of your life learning something? Yeah. Back in the day, if you were a plumber, you were a plumber. 
And there yeah. was no nothing bad about being a plumber. Now these no. people look at you they're like, you're, you're just a plumber. A plumber. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And could you be an aerospace That's engineer so and a plumber too? That's and true. no mentor there to be like, hey kid, what you're doing is all right. Mm. Do this instead and then guide you through it. And now I feel like everyone is feeling so fucking alone yeah. and left out because like you said, yeah. they're looking inside the club jealous. Yeah. But the thing is that they don't realize is that the club itself is fucked up. Yeah. And everyone in the club is probably thinking, damn, I could have gone somewhere else. Exactly. Yeah. Because nothing now, I, I, nothing now feels like it has substance. So it leads to a great degree of unhappiness. Mm. Like back in the, mm. like I, I, I wanted to be a game designer. Mm. All the game designers I know, their way of getting a job was that they went into a company And they were like, hey, you know, I don't, they didn't even know how to do the job. Yeah. They said, can I do can some I do work this? here? Yeah. And they would be like, all right, you start on Friday. Yeah. Start and I can pay you only this much. And be like, sure. And they became a great, like uh, Chris Crawford. I yeah. know I spoke with a great guy, old dude who was like founder of GDC. Great guy. Mm. And Hideo Kojima couldn't even program properly. I'm not saying that being a failure would yeah. like, oh, look at these geniuses. I'm just saying. People would take chances and there was always this human element involved. Yeah. I went into the company and I asked for a job. Even though I didn't have the background, they said, hey man, how's it going? Mm. Sorry, you can, let's start it. Yeah. That is true. Like you hear so many stories of people going like showing up. And that, was saying, Here's my job. Pre that was pre-injured. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you don't see a person, you get a no reply email that rejects you, no matter how yeah. determined you are. And they check your yeah. Instagram. They, they check, check your, they, they check do a thorough background check yeah. on you yeah. to make sure you follow this, everything that they say. Uh, did you choose, uh, I see your profile didn't put their pronouns. Uh, are you okay? Did we cover up your pronouns? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, did I, am I going to lose my job? Because I forgot to put pronouns yes, in my I, profile. I, I, yeah. So yeah. no mentorship and no sense of belonging yeah. and no sense of love, yeah. no fulfillment through practice. Yeah. And now that pretty much I feel encapsulates America because and plus and now everything in America seems like bringing it to America now. Yeah. Everything seems like as if they're telling you that you're wrong to be yourself. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all your faults. And I get that people have their own part to play in it, but I feel like the system kind of grew so big that it forgot a lot of essentials. And now you're unhappy because you can't even talk to a girl because the first time you talked to a girl was through Facebook. So you don't even know you're talking to a real person mm -hmm. and you don't know how to interact and touch, touch their hand and actually smell their hair. And then it builds up and builds up because now you're going to go actually talk to someone, you suck at it, yeah. you're, you're going to build up resentment. And again, this is not right, but the resentment is going to build up and resentment is quite shitty. And then you'll be like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pick up a gun and I'm going to show them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Very true. And there is this... I, there is a... A bunch of things that are going on with the whole sort of like mass shooting thing, a lot of which is uh, a, a complicated, complicated, you know, complex of like a bunch of different things, right? Like with the whole incel thing, it's like the inability to see women as people. Yeah, thing. and it's just a target right. thing. Yeah, right. Because 
you have been trained from the time you were in school to be somewhat goal oriented, mm. right? Mm. And to to look at things as systems and numbers and whatnot, take a test, you do it. And if you don't have any like social interaction, right? If you don't have anybody for social who's actually like a woman and you can talk to her and like have like a normal conversation with her, you won't know what it's like to like talk to somebody with a different gender. So what do you do? You try and science this shit. But it doesn't work. Because you go online as well. Yeah. And you go online. Yeah. yeah. And you try and find a pickup artist who then sells you a system. And it, it, doesn't it doesn't help. It doesn't help. help. You have like on every porn right. site, like yes. get your dick bigger. Get your dick right. bigger. This, this one secret trend right. will get you all the girls. Right. Yes. And it's just like, you're being Hot girls fed. nearby you want to fuck right yeah. now. You're, like, you're oh. being fed this fantasy again. Yes. And, again yeah. and, you, and you've been told that you are entitled. Like this is what, you're entitled. Entitled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what should happen to you. But it doesn't work that way. And you know, everybody's kind of lying to you about this is diff- this takes work yeah <laughs> this takes work you know um uh, I, I remember my mom tried to uh, match make in the most aggressively w- aggressive way oh. possible basically she told me that I was going to be an MC for a function <laughs> oh great and then I went I yeah you put the story yeah. and uh, she, I went to the function with my little script thinking, okay, I'm just going to stand at the podium. And what is the function? It's a matchmaking function for a whole <laughs> bunch of other people. And then I get through the front door. There's already an MC. I'm like, oh, that's a bit weird. And my mom's like, oh, it's just a Malay language MC. It's fine. And then the door's locked behind me. <laughs> And I can't get out. That's hilarious. And the MC starts doing his job in both yeah. languages. And I realize, ah, shit, I've been red wedding to matchmaking. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the funny thing that happened. I actually had a pretty good time. And of all of the very awkward teenagers, of all of like the 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 well-off ladies of Penang. <laughs> <laughs> right? All 200 or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. We're trying to get like kids to like mingle with each other yeah. because they were deathly afraid that we would end up in inter- interracial relationships. Oh god! Oh yeah. god forbid! Yeah, <laughs> I actually had a very good time with this one girl. Was beautiful, and I was the only. I was, she and I were the only ones who had the courage to dance. That's nice. Aww, so that's there was lovely. like there's the the, the, the little you it's know really nice. yeah. the whole beating dance thing, oh. pairing into like pirouettes and twirling around, and it was very very lovely. And I think to myself, I didn't get a wife, obviously. Yeah. But I thought to myself, I don't think any other mom would have pushed her son to like True. be comfortable with. True. With the opposite sex, to the, so you know, to this day, it's like, you know, you can, I can just go up to a lady and just talk to her. Yeah, very, yeah. very ordinary. And I think, you know, my my parents who were like essentially hippies, right? Yeah. Like my yeah. dad knew. My dad, you know, used to attend talks by Stokely Carmichael, leftists, right? Um. And they were just, but they were like, so they were like, I dropped that name a lot. Yeah, um, um, but, you know, it was because they're not uptight. Mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, so I wasn't uptight mm. because I wasn't uptight. 
I was like, oh, hey, hello. I had no expectations. Mm -hmm. Look, I am a chunky boy. I know I don't have any opportunities with women. Mm -hmm. But by the same token, it's like, oh, that means I can just say whatever I want because I know there's no risk, Mm -hmm. right? And I could be a dick about this thing. But being a dick is is really tiring. (laughs) (laughs) I realized, right? So um, sometimes I just want a normal conversation and it's like, Hi, are you tired? I'm tired too. My name is Kim. Pleased to meet you. Uh, have you? Have you? Uh, you guys know about and that. And because of that, I have a healthy relationship with guns. <laughs> <laughs> That's the segue. Yeah. But I think like that. I kind of agree with you because it's just like uh, it. I the gun. Yes, is the tool of death. We've established right. that. But it is the thinking behind it. The thinking to go get it. Yeah. It's it's a whole nother thing. And I was I was writing something and it involved an incel. And I wanted to do you guys remember Elliot Roger? Oh yeah. Who was that? He was an incel who went on a rampage and killed like 16 sorority girls. Or maybe even less, but like something like that. But the reason he was so the like, guy who popular, recorded himself, he yes, recorded himself in a car. The one who himself the ultimate gentleman, yeah. Yes. yes. He recorded himself in his car. Yeah. He also wrote a hundred-page manifesto. Yes, I remember. And guess who wrote that? Guess, guess who? I didn't write that. I didn't. Write I did that not book. write that page. <laughs> I did not write a hundred-page manifesto. Uh, yeah. no, you don't I, have to focus. <laughs> you know, but he wrote a hundred-page manifesto describing his life and right. the reasons behind it. Right. His mom is Malaysian. No! Yeah. Oh my god! Shit. His mom is Malaysian. I couldn't tell! <laughs> what the fuck? His mom is Malaysian. Where's his Nkolo? <laughs> what the fuck? Where's but but that's, that's a genuine thing. His mom is Malaysian. And the way he described her was like, she, like it wasn't it wasn't his mom like the way he described her he was right. like this quiet immigrant woman who like yes. I'm, I'm related to I suppose yeah and because and I I hate to say this and I because it's kind of like blaming the mom just a little bit yeah but there I know the way he was describing the mom was just like I know how the how much the mom loved America. Mm-hmm. And I know how much the mom loves America, and I know how much the father. Because if you read it, you're like, yeah, the father was definitely a bit racist, was on the racist right. side, mm-hmm. and that went through him. Yeah. So he got all the masculinity from the dad, and then when you look at traditional masculinity, that's that's goal oriented sex. Yeah. That's all it is. Much, it's like yeah. get get laid as much as you possibly can. And yeah. stifle every other emotion. Spread your seed. Yeah. Spread your seed. And never cry. And never, never cry. cry. Like those, those are your goals. Yeah. So when we, so specifically the incel stuff, I think it's an element of like, because they were told that this is how you be a man. This okay. is how you must exist if you are a man. Yeah. And you don't get that. What you're t- telling yourself is that you're entitled to it. Yeah. And you go on these mass killings. Yeah. Yeah. But then there's obviously other reasons, right? And I have a feeling just from reading the manifesto and and him as well as a Soviet Union serial killer who I can't remember the name of now, but he's he's this specifically serial killer who was in the cage. We're talking about that guy. And maybe. then they put him in a cage, maybe and he was in a cage. Took his dick out. 
I don't know if that one. Oh, I don't know if that one. But like he was famous because there was there was not supposed to be any serial killers in the Soviet Union. Child forty four, maybe killed children at the railway. Maybe yeah. yeah during the Soviet Union. Yeah, yeah. No, no, but, there were, but yeah. he was called like the Wolf of something. Okay. Like, yeah, and um, the craziest thing was that he literally hunted in one park. Really, that was one park that he went to every single day, and he got his victims there every single time. They did not catch him because police just didn't. Were just like because no, there's Stalin. no serial killer. There. Yeah, this is yeah. Stalin. So it was just like there's no serial killers. Cap- serial killers is capitalism's problem. Yeah, this is this is what it is. Yeah, and so he racked up numbers, right? And so for me, when we consider like the whole mass killing epidemic. It is. It has to be a psychological thing, and it it has to include aspects of like culture and yeah. and society. But it's hard for me to say. Like, I don't think it's anything else apart from people genuinely having this void yeah. between what they are supposed to be, according to whatever they've been told, whether yeah. it's from society or themselves, and what they are, yeah. and just not knowing how to live with it or how to diminish that gap. And that gap becomes filled with rage. We're filled with rage because people use so many things to fill that gap. You get, you get alcohol, drugs, religion, yeah. shit, fucking anything. You need to fill that gap somehow because it's like a purpose thing. Yes. Because, you know, like, well, I don't know why we have purpose, but I do think it's the fact that humans are kind of trained to see patterns and yeah. so even in our own lives we're like oh there must be a pattern there must be a meaning to this and you have to figure out a way to finish that yeah because if you don't you're just you're just empty and you don't know why you're empty you don't know why suddenly you're driving and you've gotten home from work and you don't remember the drive yeah mm. you know what I mean oh I've done that yeah, yeah. you know what I mean yeah. like those those moments of just like super autopilot where hours are gone and blurred and it suddenly blurred. like this day is over yeah oh, fuck and like, I'm not blaming social media for this even though it, it does have it, 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 it exacerbates it shit. exacerbates it but I was, it was I was driving that one time mm-hmm. and I killed three hours on TikTok just scroll. Yeah, there you go. And I just did not feel a thing. Just doom scrolling into it. And it, was, it yeah. wasn't even doom scrolling. It was just, bec- but it was because it was so like aligned to what I wanted. Yeah. That it's literally like, it's it's endless heroin for the addict. Pretty much, yeah. Like, you know, the, the, the whole problem with being addicted to heroin and meth is that it's expensive mm-hmm. and that you have to get it constantly. Yeah. Imagine if you had something. Yeah in your pocket that fed you this yeah. constantly. Anytime you wanted to fix, boom, boom, boom. You don't yeah. have to stop if you don't want to. Yeah. And that, like, that's, I think, I think it's fascinating that once you get rid of that, you're, you become like, you know, I don't know if you guys get this, but you get the jitters when you when like, you're, you're sitting in silence. Yeah. I understand you suddenly need to do something, go for the phone, you know, go for the phone or like your time needs to be productive. Yes, I, I have that big time. Yeah. And if I don't have a, I'm not a productive person. That's yeah. a problem for me. Because mm. when I don't have it. A procrastination? Or? Procrastination is sometimes aimlessness. Okay. Okay. Uh, procrastination is mixed with, mixed with aimlessness, uh, mixed with a whole bunch of other baggage I'm pretty sure I have. Mm. <laughs> so like uh, I picked up a, uh, 
photography during the pandemic. Mm. Film mm. photography. Mm. With the, I, I was like, I don't want digital. Yeah. I, don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't want a screen. I, I want to feel. I want to yeah. go through a process that doesn't involve social media and doesn't involve my phone. Yeah. It doesn't involve, like it came out of that for me. Mm. And but the thing is that I was going to, I will, I still do. Mm. But if I don't have a product, I I don't have a productive day. I go into like that stick oh, in my hand. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. fuck you. Like, I'm yes. Like, like I'm walking around to the house. Like, like I'm verbalizing something. Like fuck you. I'm like, what the fuck did they just say that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, you piece mm. of shit. You piece of shit. Like I'm slicing into the food. <laughs> piece of shit. Have you seen? Um, you watch BoJack? Yeah. Uh, no, I no, 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 too real. No, it was like a lot of it was, but like, <laughs> my, I was, I was like, should I watch Requiem for a Dream? And I was like, oh, <laughs> and, like and I was like, no, actually, I was like, no, I don't need. Uh, I was like, thoughts. Yeah. I'm already halfway there. I don't need help. Yeah, you can see. Yeah, it's, it's a too depressing for me. So That's continue fair. with your thought process. For me, Bojack Horseman came at a time when I was also depressed. Yeah, so I ran through that shit. Oh shit! Yeah, and it was, but I, it it's good because now there's the final season. The yeah. final season really like cuts it off in a way that's like, okay, you're watching the show. It's depressing. It's depressing. It's depressing. This is how you deal with your depression. Yeah, and but there's one episode where he just wakes up and you just hear the in in inner narration of him where he just goes, "You piece of shit." Mm-hmm. Oh, you fucking piece of shit and he's yeah. doing this while eating cereal yeah. and cartoons of him like crashing cars because yeah. of what he did wrong and I was like oh my god that's like it's 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 a real thing. yeah it's a yeah. real thing and it's a thing that I think more people are feeling yeah because now your brain is on all the time so when it's off it doesn't know where to go. Oh, where did that energy go? Where did my where did my hit of dopamine go? Yeah, that right now. Yeah, mm, I have the opposite problem mm. where I don't. I have very poor mobility mm. on account of my weight mm. and the health and mm. whatnot. But my mind is pacing at two thousand miles an hour, mm. and there's nothing I can do about it. I'm just like locked in, and I'm like. Oh, I've just built an entire universe in my head. There's nothing. I can, there's nothing I, I can't do jack shit with You're this cocoon. Yeah. Just looking. That's oh. true. That's that's yeah. No, that's yeah. another thing. Yeah. I've started yeah. to get that. That now I've like tried to write. Yeah, I've, I've started to get that feeling. Right. I haven't wrote that's jokes at all. And I'm yeah. like, God, I want to write jokes, but I don't know. I want to like the notebook for my jokes are there. Yeah. And I'm looking at them. Like, yeah. Should I look it up? I'm like. Oh, and it kills me when I see productive people. Mm. People who are like so so amped in. Yeah, uh, I'm getting to a lot of Harlan Ellison. I don't know if you know the writer. I do know. I have a lot about that. Yeah, 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 awesome, awesome person and mm. real, real like a genius. Yeah, mm-hmm. he like he does this thing called the sessions. In the used to do this when he was alive. And the, he would go into the bookstore and people would give him a topic, just an yes. topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he would live write it on yeah. the spot. Like uh, Robin Williams apparently was his best friend. They have a two-hour interview. Yes. It's yes. so awesome That's to hear so to cool. them. I'm like listening to this guy. That's like, so cool. I love a person who knows their objective and they know their purpose mm. and they dedicate it, dedicate to that. Like they become a machine for that. Mm. Like how, And that's something that I always want. That's something that somebody is like, uh, like I'm loved out of the band too. And the fantastic band. And Maynard is a genius to me. Yeah. Yeah. At the same time, aside from his music and how brilliant he creates and composes music, he has a 
does a black belt in jujitsu yeah. and a writer mm. and uh, has a wine, a kick-ass wine, yeah. which I want to buy, but mm. the shipping is twice as much as the wine itself. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So there are this, so I'm like, what happened to these people? And there is this purpose and this energy. Where is it for me that I want to like harness that? And I feel like everyone that has that now. That's the that, thing, though. That's the thing. I think we've come into a place where if you don't make something of this, like yes. what, whatever you produce, if you can't sell it yes. or make money from it yeah. or, you know, better your life from it, there's no point in it. Yeah. And it's, I think that's that's not a good way to view things no. because, like, the 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 whole... The, you know, retrospective hole that we all have of just like trying to fill this. There's no like unless unless you're one of those people who have like one purpose and you know what it is yeah. and you can harness that, that's great. But I think for the most part, I think we need to be okay yeah. with just doing things for ourselves and mm. no one else. Yeah. You know, just like I just just doodle. That's where my photography is starting to go. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna give a shit what you think. I'm gonna take this I like it. That feels good. I yeah, like I had a conversation with you guys, and I love it. Yeah. To me, like this is one of the most fulfilling things I can do. Mm. Whenever I have a nice conversation going, mm. it becomes a crack for me, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Because no, I don't want it to end, and I will try everything to keep it going. Yeah. Like, <laughs> There's that inside me. So it's like, it, and it's for me, even though like I don't, I don't have these people listening. I'm like, mm. this is nice. Yeah, this is nice. No, I get what you mean. There's this notion that I that I read somebody that, you know, stuck with me quite a bit because mm-hmm. it was, I was in between jobs and I was trying to do a bunch of creative stuff, but the creative stuff eventually became work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then it starts. And then I go through the rigmarole of trying to fulfill what was originally this, just this lovely burst of an idea mm-hmm. and cram it into what corporate needs for it. Right. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of sucks just a little bit. I know that some people, they they get a job that's quite fulfilling and their creativity is acknowledged by their peers and the product has a part of them and they like that. But I didn't have that. I didn't have that at all because I was in a top-down sort of thing. Yeah, right. And around that time, I think I read an article that said something along the lines of, we are a generation that no longer has hobbies, only side hustles. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's really true. Mm. Exactly. That's yeah. oh my god. Yeah, I never <laughs> even thought about yeah. that. Yeah. everything. Like, can you turn? Can you turn it into? Yeah. yeah. Can you make but money? Can you make money? Yeah. But do you do this in your off time to make money? It's like, uh, but the thing is as well. That's crazy. They, they, the life, life has become disproportionately difficult. Like when they say, mm-hmm. like you can't. Our generation will never own a home. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I understand that because I'm like, but that's not my fault, actually. Yeah, yeah. You kind of have to see that. It's like, I can't own a home because I earn, I have a, I have a living, I'm, I'm earning a living. Mm. But why is a home costing half a million dollars? Yeah. So it, is it because I suck or is it because you fucked up and the whole system fucked up and they just don't know when to stop I think, fucking up? I think that's the thing. I've, I have a feeling like we're coming at, to an era of more and more people especially because of the pandemic yeah when when the pandemic hit and everyone was just stuck at home 
the level of like like with George Floyd, that was bigger than any Black yeah. Lives Matter thing yeah. ever. Yeah. And then it brought together like, oh yeah, like we don't need to go into work. This 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 culture of working until you are overworked and doing overtime and then sleeping in your office. Yeah. That culture doesn't have to exist. No. We just do it because for some reason it, it became okay. It became okay. And then when work from home started, people were like, no, I'm not going back. You yeah. like I've had what are you talking about? We it works. This yeah. works for you. But it's I don't know if it's a control thing or whatever, but like I and I try to make this a bit, but I don't know how to make this a bit because it's it's purely an observation. The amount of people during the pandemic who made banana bread. Like yeah. I did. You know I, I, I mean? picked yeah. up bakery. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Or sourdough. Or sourdough or, or yogurt. Yogurt. or but just something that you can hold. Yes, yeah. exactly. And something that is made for you and that you consume yeah. and doesn't involve anyone else. That I think like that phenomenon needs to be talked about because it just goes to show the level that we we had to go to where the world had to shut down yes. for us to even get a sense of like no i want to do this for me manual work feels yeah. good working yeah. with my hands is rewarding and i really like what i'm doing and i'm doing this for myself i'm not doing this for anyone else i'm not selling the bread i'm eating the bread it's yeah. amazing yeah one thing i really one one category of people i really as a writer mm. I really admire, regardless of what you think about the product, are fanfic writers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because these are just these awkward nerds online who saw a piece of media, looked at it and said, I can do better, hold my beer or fresca or whatever. And they dedicate hours upon hours on making as making yeah making like cps yes steven universe naruto x like uh uh, sex fanfics or whatever (laughs) you know and it seems like such a pointless exercise because some of them are like not by the way not like a thousand word or something some of them are like chapters that are still producing by the way a hundred thousand words about an, an alternate reality of a particular series. Yeah. You know, and people were doing this for like decades before computers on typewriters, yeah. in zines for like Star Trek. But you even know, before that, did you did you see this thing of like uh, Dante's Divine Comedy? It's yeah. essentially fanfic. Yes. Yeah. Dante's <laughs> Divine Comedy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about Wait. something, a new one. Oh, like, no, 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 like, is there a fanfic no, of Dante's Divine Comedy? No, but like, it's essentially a fanfic. Yeah. Yeah. Of like he mythologized, he mythologized yeah. demons yeah. 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 Like, yeah. and it became a piece of culture by the way it's a, yeah. it's a cultural piece that people refer to yeah. Now. yeah you can argue that par- um, uh, Paradise Lost oh yeah, oh, yeah. Paradise oh. Lost for example yeah it's basically it's the book of Genesis yeah, like, yeah. it's biblical fan fiction yeah. yeah and I gotta say to a certain degree yeah. more effective more effective in a, in a, in a weird in, way in a yeah. weird way more effective no, like no. I'm reading rereading Berserk now yeah uh, mm. you know manga Berserk I feel yeah, yeah. yeah. it is Kentaro Muria it is Amazingly biblical, archetypal, yeah. and yeah. biblical. Like yeah. you, it's like Jung and Jesus had had sex and made a baby. That's cool. And an that's ugly cool. baby. And <laughs> an ugly baby who, who who was being nursed by Dante. That's okay. yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. And I'm looking at it, and honestly, um, to me, it's like this is more 
lecturing mm. than anything else yeah, I've yeah, read yeah. in my entire yeah. fucking life. Bible. I think, I, I think I think there's something to be said about like fiction teaching more yeah. than non-fiction. But, 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 but here's the thing. At least uh, at least the uh, what's his name? Kenta, Kentaro Mori. Kentaro Mori. Mori. Was paid, right? Yeah. yeah, and he worked to death, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Where he dedicated his entire life yes. to that, by the way. Yeah, your fanfic writer ain't getting shit. Yeah, yes. yeah. And he's and he he's most likely she is still doing it. And he loves the comments. He loves the comments. All he gets is comments, little like five stars. Yeah, they like, love it. Yeah, yeah. They just put a Patreon three. link at right. times. So like, hey, yeah. if you like what I did yeah. here, like. Yeah. Donate to yeah. my Patreon. Fan fiction is the pandemic sourdough of literature. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and I and whether you like their work or not, you really have to respect them because these are people who do it for the love of the art and nothing yes. else. Very yeah. true. Very um, true. You know, unless, you know, it's Twilight fanfic, then it turns into uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. But, you know, even that. It was written at Blackberry, by the way. Yeah. She oh, would write it on Blackberry on her way to work. Right. Oh, that's so cool. And and like, I don't at know. first, I was pissed when I heard that. Yeah. But, but then I was like, yo, that's, that's, that's dedication. dedication. Yeah. Oh, my that God. That is great. That shows that you don't need to sit... Anywhere with anything in particular, yeah. just do your thing. You, you just know. texted a it's sex novel. With a fucking blackberry. Yeah. yeah. Her thumbs must be down to the yeah. knuckles. Three just inch by two inches. And inch not just because of the blackberry. Oh, hey. well, hello. Hey, hey, hey. hey, 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 hey. come on now. Come PG. on. <laughs> 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 so back to guns. Back to guns. This is referred to the gun matter, you see, is that I... America and Europe. Mm. Yeah. Like the only reason I don't think we have any mass shootings in Germany is because I don't think they don't have the same gun laws as US. Yeah. yeah. Is that they are incredibly sad people who don't have a mentor, mm. who don't have a purpose and don't have a group that they feel belong to again. Yeah, there is they a need to hustle yeah. and make it happen. Yeah. But they don't know, okay, I'm gonna make it happen. What am I gonna make it happen? This is I mean, this is a bit of a problematic question, but is there something to be said that German culture is slightly authoritarian? Uh, slightly? 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 No, I was like, like sorry? No, no, but, like, you know what I mean? You've like, heard about my ex, right? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you know like the, the idea of I like the way competition is like seen here. Like the idea of a top student here, yeah, yeah. is so intense, yeah. right? That it's like, like is it though? Among, among the Chinese community, I've noticed. Yeah, I gotta say, um, for no disrespect to the Malay community, but I have not seen that with the Malay community because they don't trust it anymore. That's something that I yeah. I realize is that they really just don't. It and I and. It's not a cultural problem. I do think it's a political problem. Yeah. But I'm not going to say what it is. Uh, but there is definitely a push now for, like, Malay kids to not go to university and just join the gig economy because it's fast money. Oh, yeah. Right. And that is, that's on the rise. Like, right. that's very on the rise of, like, kids who want to join the gig economy mm. or who, who want to be grab drivers or want to be influencers. Yeah. Because that is fast. Yeah, yeah. There isn't this long period, mm -hmm. yeah. and whether we like it or not, education it can take a while yeah, before yeah, you make money. money. And even then, I would argue, 
going into education for money is probably not the right thing to do. Not anymore, yeah. really, because the education now is a business. It's like exactly, and it's then like you seventy thousand for a two-year university, exactly. private university. Yeah, exactly. And like, then you have the whole like prioritization of STEM above everything else. Yeah, which I mean, that's going to hurt a country's intellect yeah. a little but, bit. But even then, when we did prioritize STEM. The people who were actually really good at STEM were treated as well for a bunch of political reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they left. Yeah, yeah. They left. Once they don't feel appreciated, you left. All of the best and brightest. But that's the point, though. Yeah. Is that now they have the STEM education without any of the humanities education. So that right. don't, you don't have to think. Yeah. I Talking about like STEM with a, with a certain degree of humanity, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I'm reminded of the Ford probe because it was um, it was the first ergonomically designed car right mm-hmm. and it was interesting because the the interior designer was a lady mm-hmm. right the first sort of like you know a car designer interior car designer was a woman interesting I didn't know that yeah and she had this really great eye I can't remember it but you can look it up um, a great eye for ergonomic design so yeah. like the reason why uh, switches are designed the way they are with the little divots in them that allows you to pull up. That is to accommodate the idea that people might have different lengths of fingernails, especially if you're a woman. That's so, good. So, but it turns out that also works for like if you have weak fingers, mm. right? And uh, the fact that the vents are this way, the seats are that way, you get seat adjustments to sit. sit the, 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 the layout of the modern car is based on her work. Mm. And the reason why is that, like, you could, you could hardcore science this shit. Like, use a whole bunch of data, big data, run it through a computer, it'll give you a bunch of readouts. Mm, yeah. And then you reassemble the readouts together, and then you get a shape. Yeah. Right? Or you could just be a human being for a second yeah, yeah. and ask yeah. yourself, are you comfortable though? Mm-hmm. Because there's this image of cars that I should find her name. Yeah. yeah. Um, of a, like, uh, you know, the strong, fast machines and you got a, a, a Japanese yourself tooth machine. Yeah. 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 And then here comes this lady and she's like, you know, we could design this however we want. So we're yeah. just going to make it suit us. Yeah. Right? And I feel like when you have that level of humanity, you make really efficient systems. Yeah. Because yeah. you make systems accommodate human beings. Yeah. Um, that's why work from home was so good. Because for once, it forced companies to accommodate, yeah. you know, humans at their most vulnerable. Yeah. Allowing them to work from home. And a bunch of good things happened, right? Like it was stressful because you had family sure, was around sure. and, you know, they didn't have a whole bunch of stuff around you. But the commute yeah. was terrible. And, uh, it's, and weirdly humanistic, like oh, watching geez. like news readers with their cat. Like right now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the cat... Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the, the cat just caught the gecko. Oh wow! And uh, the gecko is still alive. Yeah. And oh. the cat is playing with it, so it's like doing oh, a catch. No. Oh jeez. Does geckos have a cyanide in their tail? No, that's a, that a that's a toad. Oh, that's a toad. Toads have toads have poison. Toads. Yeah. yeah, but geckos' tail. I heard that they have, they have cyanide. Some 
Lizards are poisonous? Lizards. No. no. Toads toads are poisonous. Yeah, either way. Sorry yeah. about that. Yeah. That, no, but that's a that's a good example of like you know when you watch news readers during the COVID, yeah, they, yeah, like they would have their animals or their pets or their yeah. kids come in, <laughs> some of them jerking yeah. off, yeah. But like weirdly, that was so like nice, yeah. When you're just like in your house and you're not doing anything, and then you see someone's kid come yeah, in, it's like, oh, you're, you're a like, human being, like, like the rest yeah. of us. You're a human. You're, you're yeah. exactly. Yeah. And I think that's so. It's so fucking weird considering like how much we take ourselves out of that yeah because i it, again it's that thing of like no this image of us we're above this yeah, yeah. we we are better we will be developing look at me in this suit look at me in throwing this suit. out ideas yeah and, and it's like, like nah man you're just an, you're you're as confused as i am you're not wearing pants yeah you're not, <laughs> i can tell you're not wearing pants so shut the you fuck have up. not moved yeah. this entire time <laughs> and what's really interesting is that it exemplifies that that gap of what I should be versus what I yes, am very nicely, yes. right? Incredibly. Uh, except with a corporation, yes, I know. Capitalism is bad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> stop <laughs> killing, stop killing wizards. Um, it's because with a corporation, you can put that illusion immediately. Yeah. yeah. Right? You can just make a front of professionality yes. right off the bat. Yes. Um, and then everybody else assumes this is what I gotta be, yeah. right? But they don't realize it's fake. It's like Photoshop, you know, for models on magazines. Like you don't realize that a lot of this is digitally altered, yeah. right? Yeah. Or like influences on YouTube and on yeah. you know, Facebook, even statistics, yeah. just to make it look a little yeah. better. Yeah. Like, how everything how, is fake now? Yeah. How many? How many influences? do these photo shoots on these private jets to make themselves look rich realizing that not really with everybody else not realizing that you can rent one of those just for the yeah you can yeah just sits on the yeah sits on the landing strip yeah right and then it makes everybody else miserable because why don't I have a private jet and then your mother is like yeah why don't you have a private jet look at your friend on Instagram why does he have a private jet I don't know I'm using an Indian accent I'm projecting a little bit (laughs) (laughs) you know or well, my mother was very encouraging that, you know, you could have a private shit if you tried very, very hard. Yeah, and you lost know. weight. And lost weight, yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, I don't think gravity is yeah, yeah, on my way. Yeah, yeah. I think you can just go on a private jet. It's like, oh, no, 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 no. You have to be under 100 kilograms. Yeah, yeah. No, you could, not only could you have the private jet, you could fit into the private jet. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't need to get the B, B32 to no, no, 37 to yeah. you We don't need a strato fortress in order to fall you over the quad, in order to, uh, to Langkawi. <laughs> <laughs> We you do know? need a Titanic to ship you over. That would be my dad. That would be like, oh, this one. This one definitely needs a B2 stealth bomber. Yeah. Number one, to haul him for his weight. And number two, to make sure no one sees him when he gets off yeah. <laughs> for the stealth, you know. But this is like you mentioned, yeah, everything now is a, everything now sucks and mental health of people have gone yeah. bonkers. Yeah. And it, what sucks more is that imagine in America, now this is one point I want to make about yeah. America is that you have everything at your disposal. Yeah. You have more opportunities than the rest of the world. For example, if you want to be a stand-up comedian, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, in Malaysia, it's going to stop being a stand-up comedian. Oh, yeah, we just found out, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I respect the religion. I don't know these people. Yeah. But uh, what's it called? Uh, they, you have 
70,000 clubs on an entire continent at your disposal. Yeah. Mm. Uh, food is cheap, even though it's gonna be, though it's gonna suck. Yeah. You can only, like, what I say, like, about America is like, it's the only country where poor people are fat. Yes. yes. So yeah. you have God, food. Yeah. yeah, shelter is gonna suck and all that. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that it's gonna be all glamorous and everything is gonna be good. Yeah. But I'm saying you. It's a place that you have more options to be what you want to be. Mm. But now imagine you don't have the direction to. Uh, you don't have the direction to do the thing that you want to do. So it's gonna suck even more because you're like, I have all the tools that I need. But I don't know what the fuck I need to do. But I have all the... Like, Malaysia uh, Tinder, example. Right. Malaysia Tinder is going to work okay, but yeah. it's never going to work as well as America or Germany. Yeah. yeah. Okay? So, you're going to be like, oh my god, I didn't get any swipes. Or, I got swipes, yes. but nobody wanted to blow yes. me tonight. Yeah. Yes. So, I'm the problem. I mean, yes, you are the problem to me. <laughs> yeah. Of yeah. course, you should kill yourself. That's a good idea. Yeah. But... <laughs> This is gonna fuck you up more because yeah. you're like I'm. I didn't get to do. I I'm not fulfilling anything, yeah. even though I have everything at my disposal. Yeah. So I, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna burn it. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna be the joker now. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's why people love Fight Club because it's like, hey, yeah, why don't we go and flip it? One, you have a mentor. Yeah, Tyler Durden is your mentor. And he takes you in. And he gives you, you rules. Have law. You, have, you have rules. Yeah. Right? Now you have something to follow. You have a purpose now. Mm-hmm. Your group gives you a purpose. Then you have a bunch of people who loves you and respect you and they, you belong yeah. to them. Right. Mm-hmm. And plus, the purpose that you have, here's the thing about art and everything. We see art as, a, if creative people see art as something grand to chase. Right. Yeah. You have the purpose. Something larger than yourself. Something yeah. larger than yourself. Something, every, every person in the world wants to have something larger than themselves that they can actually dedicate themselves to. Mm-hmm. Now you do, you have that thing to, now that thing went from, I want to be a painter to, here's a large idea. How about we go blow up the buildings where like Goldman yeah. Sachs and all that are at. Yeah. And then bask in the chaos that it's going to create. Yeah. Of course, people are going to be an incel and join the fucking uh, yeah. Fight club. Yeah. That because that like. And it's okay to be a man. It's okay to be a man. Yeah, exactly. It's okay to punch your it's friend in the face yeah. and yeah. then hug him afterwards. Yeah. Because yeah. you have that aggression. Yeah. It's the thing is is also now that the thing has happened is that aggression is a bad thing. No, aggression is not a bad thing. Yeah. Aggression is aggression. Used well, it's a very good thing to be yeah. have it. But now the society is like, no, you shouldn't be able to do that. Fight Club does it, you should be doing that. There's an outlet. There's an outlet for you. But that, like, bringing, bringing that home a little bit more towards our side of, of the world, <laughs> Southeast Asia. And, and to and wrap it up, yeah, by the way, guys. Yeah. Um, like, you have fascists who belong to, like, a specific group yeah but, you know i'm not gonna say which group but yeah. we all know yeah. which group um and, and like and a, a system that essentially privileges this group above yeah. everyone else yeah and you're told that this is your land yeah and yet you still don't do anything yeah and yet you're still making minimum wage or even below the poverty line yes and now it's no longer a question of like oh it's it, it's either me, which you can you can absolutely fall into that, or you can listen to the person who's telling you, no, it's those chinky fucks. Yeah, 
And yeah. that's that's the worst bit is yeah. that you have people who know that people are going through this struggle all over the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then someone going, no, I know who's doing that. The Chinese you. are the problem. Chinese are the problem. Foreigners are the problem. Muslims are the problem. Jews are the problem. Yeah. And they tell you that and they weaponize these kids. And that's yeah. the worst bit, man. And I'm mm. kind of scared with the way that Malaysia is going. Thank God yeah. they don't have the gun laws. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm seeing it radicalizing big yeah. time. Mm-hmm. And yep. I'm like, is there going to be a race war here? Because I don't, it, it sounds alien yeah. in some yeah. idea, but I'm just seeing patterns here. I'm like, I'm seeing, but yeah. yeah I see I'm like, thing, yeah. it's just amping up and it's kind of becoming like Turkey in a sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you noticed like how uh, I'm not gonna mention that I mentioned it afterwards, <laughs> but either way, it is becoming more. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, it's gonna be very bad time for Malaysia in the next couple of years. This, this ten years is gonna be fine. I think in the whole world, worldwide. Yeah, so. I think like the next ten years yeah. worldwide is gonna be, if if not a disaster, just very interesting to be alive. To be yeah. alive and uh, see some more school shootings. Yeah, man. I look Stop having kids, dude. Like, that's the weirdest thing. Mm. Yeah, so, in conclusion, how do we bring this all together, Rekhi? Uh, gun guns don't kill people. Socioeconomic disparity and social alienation kill people? Actually, that's pretty good. Yeah, I think it's it's on the new Wu Tang album. Oh, yeah, is that yeah, is that yeah. it? I believe so. Man, Method Man really gonna cut down those bars. Yeah, yeah. no. Yeah, no. He's like, getting older. <laughs> he's getting older. You know. <laughs> Black guns matter. Just you know. Black guns. Black guns matter. What was that nigga? He guys said guns don't kill people. People kill guns. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fun. So, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen, enjoy this. Mm-hmm. This was an interesting conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting conversation. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you, guys. Right. Thank you. Thank for you for me. thank you for having us. Thank you, everyone. Thank, thank you, Ricky. I'd like to thank Lizard Lizard Murderer. Yeah, <laughs> we just witnessed uh, a cat doing a doing to a lizard what a cop did to George Floyd. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Topical oh, oh, satire. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, Enjoy it, fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bye. Bye.